about drag shits the podcast about diddly squat i am anusha and i hope you all are well um yes i don't even know how to start this um i'm one very tired um and i say this if you if you're a regular on this podcast i say that pretty much like every other week like i'm tired i'm upset i'm depressed whatever today i'm just tired um it's my own fault because i was up till 2 a.m having actually i was up till 3 or 4 like i wasn't having like an anxiety attack per se but i was really this pandemic has made me think some things through um i'm also hungry um if you couldn't hear that was my tummy but yes it's made me think some things through it's made me uh basically just replan everything and realize i'm not wonder woman i can't force people to engage with my products i can't force people to um i can't force people to kind of like ignore that there's a pandemic and act like everything's normal when it's never going to be uh, so I've just had to really think some things through and in doing that I've kind of come to a few conclusions and I want to before I get on with the podcast because I have some things to say um yes I, I kind of want to talk about how it's going to change how things are going to change for me because things are changing um I don't really know how to work this I might work this backwards so let's start off with the thing of well podcast wise I've always said uh, by the end of this year I want this podcast to be done um and the reason that is and I, I kind of skirted over it um when I first said this but it's because I've kind of just fallen out of love with it and it's not that I hate the podcast at all I love it I love talking to people I've like obviously had um Hannah on the podcast last uh week even though the audio was terrible but we, we, we will ignore that um it was fun it was an amazing conversation I think it's nice because you know I have someone to talk to now like I actually realize that me and her have a lot of similarities and if you haven't checked that out go and check that out but just you have to kind of turn it up a little bit <laughs> yes no it was a lot of fun and I really enjoyed it and the beauty of this podcast is that I have created a lot more relationships and people have learned a lot about me and I like that angle more about people just this podcast just being about me um if you don't if you're new here and if you don't know probably people that are do regular listens all three of you um then uh I'm gonna rewind a little bit but essentially this podcast started out um basically me being angry I was upset I was I was depressed I was in the midst of a breakdown um and yeah no it's it was horrible it was hard it was and I basically started this podcast as a relief as kind of like a oh okay this is this is my this is my safe space so to speak this is um 
this is like a place where I can just vent, which originally was going to be called vent, and I can just basically chat shit about people at uni without them knowing I'm talking about them. That is me being transparent here. I wanted to talk about all the people that fucked me over, and I was like, fuck you, fuck you too, fuck your mother, fuck your father. Like, that went from the Caribbean to Irish, beside the point. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's I just wanted to do that. That was literally all I was here to do. Um, and funny enough, like about throughout that eight-ish, oh my God, it's almost been a year shit sorry it's just clicked I was doing the mental math in my head so almost a year ago um from now in the the process of all of that so many people have that to be over you know and it's been if it's not been work it's been uni if it's not been uni it's been friends if it's not been friends it's just been society being a cunt in general and um yeah no I so I had a lot to talk about really like I had a lot to be angry about I had a lot a lot to be mad about um I'd love to be mad about, uh, but yeah, no, now I'm 22, a year older, I'm out of uni, I'm, I've changed jobs, I'm in like a pretty okay job, to be quite honest, uh, tiring, but it's okay, uh, you know, I'm happier, I'm more stable, I've, I've got a clearer head, I understand where my faults were in certain situations, I understand what other people's faults were in situations, I, like, I feel alright, um, that's the first time I felt I've been able to say that in a while, and, but the consequence of that, obviously, is that the origins of this podcast is, has now completely changed, I kind of want this podcast to be about me, I want this podcast to be about just, you know, my music, and, and I want to talk to other people, and have conversations, and, and just have fun, you know, and talk to people who, you know, without an agenda, kind of, like, without it being like, yes, I wanted to forward my career, because I'm realising that this podcasting style's not for me, like, I don't want to, you know, have a formal interview and have questions and da 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 I just want to talk, but unfortunately, the way podcasting is set out, you kind of have to have that, like, you have to have certain things, even if it's a podcast like this is about nothing, you still have to have a structure, things happen here, things happen here, and rare, 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 rare. I can't conform to that and I'm realising that's not where I am um, and I think instead if I could have a more of a platform where it's just how I structure it and it's still going to be structured but it's more like of a, this is a free thinking space and oh I hate the word free thinking but beside the point you know I just I, I just think about all the the gibberish I want to chat about I then put it on a platform as like a, a sound bite per se um, and yeah, so I'm basically rebranding, rethinking things, I'm basically gonna change the format of this podcast, a bit slowly, like, I'm not going to be like, here's all these new things that you have to get used to it, you know, I'm not gonna change the name of it, I'm not gonna change the format of it, I'm not gonna change any of that, I think that's good, I'm just gonna kind of have ideas and then roll them out slowly, um, so yeah, that's kind of it, and like I said, the podcast still is ending at the end of this year. We've got 14, 16 episodes left. I might go for 14 because obviously there's like things like Christmas and just in case I need to run back home or something like that, you know. Um, there are, you know, exceptions, but 14 episodes left and then I'm done. Um, then I will maybe make a Patreon 
and I shall put it on to there and I will probably do it for like a quid or something like that but like you know um have more episodes there more personal episodes be a bit more open and chat about certain things and be a bit more blunt and things like that um so that's kind of what's going on with the podcast like I said not changing the name not changing anything like that I'm just wanna I just want to make it, it just, uh, make it more about me, per se, and that's what I'm going to do, because I'm cool now, and, yeah, I've got a few ideas, but that's the podcast stuff, um, other things, passion, I'm done with live shows, <laughs> and it's not that I don't want to do any more live shows, I might do one every so often, but the way that the climate is, hello, like, I don't know how it's even going to work. Like, so many places are being threatened to close down. So many places, like, so many people are going to want to do shows um, straight off the pandemic is it, when it equalises, per se, because it's never going to, again, it's never going to go back to normal, but it's going to equalise and we're going to have to get used to this new normal. Um, yes, and I think that... Uh, with all of that being said, it's going to be ridiculously hard to kind of, with no money and no support, um, to kind of get into these places, get into these spaces, make it safe, make it accessible, all of that jazz. It's going to be hard. Um, and it's not that I don't want to do it, it's just going to be hard to do. I think what I'll do is do like a one-off show every year, maybe, put some money together, put like a, my little Monzo pot and, you know, just try and pay artists and just do a bit of a show, like do like a showcase. That'd be cool. Like a showcase in London, a showcase in Bristol and just kind of go back and forth. Yeah, I think it would do something like that because I can't, I can't see this getting any better. <laughs> and I just, I've just realised that it's just rather than try and fight it just go with it go with the flow um however i will be making a passion website um at some point when i feel like making it to be quite honest um and it's going to be the same structure as the passions live shows would be you know if you've never been to a passion live show let me break it down to you so we would always kind of have that an open mic so like a new like you ask us if you want to try something completely new if you just want to try like a do you like this land of a poem? Say the poem. People are like, yeah, cool, boom. It's like that. It's very, like, open and free. Or you could read a book if you want to and be like, oh, how do you like me reading this book? It's great. Or some improvements, whatever. Um, there's going to be, like, a free forum page for that. Just unfinished art. Get your opinions, get your ideas and whatever. Uh, feedback, per se. And then there will be, like, artists that want to try something a bit more full-fledged like music, art, uh, photography, film, all that kind of shit. Um, and that will be like a separate part of the website. And that's how the, the show would go. You'd have the, all the newbies and the maybe more established what lot after. Um, and that's how it would go. And I think I'm going to make a website like that um, where we can just kind of give feedback, chat to each other. If you need anything, you want to network, you can do that too. Um, but again, it's just trying to figure out how to, how it's going to format, but that's basically what the website's going to be. Um, that's a very itchy arm. Um, ew, okay. <laughs> I need a shower, that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> but yeah, so there's that aspect of it. Um, 
And yeah, so that's passion, podcast is changing, and we're going to go into music. Now, my personal music stuff, if you're new here, again, I feel like I'm repeating myself, but my main thing is I do music, I'm a musician, and that is my main, uh, that's my main passion, per se. Um, all my other side projects, i.e. passion being, uh, which I should have really said before, passion is just something that I, it's like a place where creators get to share, um, there are whether it's unfinished or not um and my podcast you'll listen to it right now um again it's side projects but music is my main project and i had an idea to go release an ep a visual ep um at the end of this year no (laughs) it's not happening anymore um because it's not look outside um yeah can't do that anymore and it's a bit upsetting but I'm going to do some other shit. That's literally all I can do. I I think that's what I was mainly worried about is that everything, I had everything like set out, planned, boom, this is how it's going to work. It's all cool. It's great. And like, now this pandemic's happened. Now this pandemic's happened. I don't know how to basically move forward with it, but I think what I was doing last night is I just said, you know what, Anusha, calm down. Think of a plan B. What's your plan B? And I've got a plan B. It's all good. Um, However, if you didn't know, like I said, I'm a musician. You can go on to Anusha, A-N-U-S-H-A. Again, it's on the podcast link, but whatever. Um, And Anusha L-D-N. And you can go on to, that's on all social platforms. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I had to think about that. And I have released music, and I've put the main ones on SoundCloud, but you can obviously go onto other um, platforms and see those too. Um, and I've uh, been releasing covers that mean a lot to me. Um, one is for all we know, Donny Hathaway. Which if you don't know Donny Hathaway, just go and stop this podcast and go and listen. He's amazing. Um... And yes, uh, so that's that all. And I've also done Jack Garrett, who is releasing an album, which I didn't know. Um, but Jack Garrett is an amazing artist. Uh, go listen to him as well. And I did a song called Surprise Yourself, which, funnily enough, is about um, kind of overcoming your anxieties and surprising yourself, being like, hey, I could actually do this. Um, that's been a lifestyle struggle of mine, so I thought it would be quite appropriate to sing that. Um and Jen, and I'm going to be releasing a song, so this will be out Monday, so I'm going to be releasing a song on the Friday, which I need to practice at some point, beside the point, um, this Friday coming up, so look out for that, look out for the um, art, uh, share with your friends, like, subscribe, and if you don't like it, then, you know, tell me what you don't like, and I'll take, take your opinion on board, um, and yeah, so, that is all the things that are changing. Things are changing. Um, I always say that. I've, I've done so many uh, episodes. Like, everything's changing. Da, 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 da. But I'm 22, okay? My life is a roller coaster. And again, things are on fire. Things have to change. I just thought I'd let you niggas know. Um, and yeah, that's it. So we're going to get on to the main section of this podcast. And then I'm going to probably call my mum or have a nap. I don't know what one I want to do first. We'll see, because 
I would, I, ooh, am I falling asleep? I wanted to get this, not out of the way, but I wanted to get this done because I had this idea in my head um, originally. But after this, I am going to bed because I am nincompooped. All right, let's get on to the main part. So yeah, I wanted to talk, uh, kind of expand on the music aspect of my life and yeah like I said talk about me a bit but um because uh I I wrote when this pandemic started I said you know what being a key worker it's hard it's scary it's stressful I have to go into school I don't have to go into school it's all a bit of a mess um I said that you know for creatives who are key workers or creatives who are less privileged to be at home per se who have to go to work creating for them is different compared to creating for people who do have the privilege of staying at home or taking time out and it's not to say that you know these people at home they should be ashamed of themselves or whatever it's just that you know what just kind of recognize where your privilege lies and um and that it's just going to be harder for people to create and i kind of said and i wrote an ask about it i'm going to put it on below um you know that it's harder for uh it's going to be harder for creatives to kind of stay focused regardless if you're at home or not um so therefore uh if you don't feel like creating don't just chill we're in a pandemic you shouldn't be productive and i'm not to to toot my own horn i was like i was the first person to say this um but then i'm realizing which is nice that a lot of people are starting to echo that uh, rhetoric of hey you just chill it's fine we're in a pandemic you don't need to be productive all that kind of jazz and I'm going to you know expose myself a little bit here is that as soon as I said that I started getting productive (laughs) and it's partly because this is just a personal thing um it's partly because I uh I use work as a way to kind of It's, it's, it's a coping mechanism, it's a coping mechanism, definitely is, it's a way that it makes me feel like I'm doing something, and it kind of, I guess, I wouldn't even say that it's a valid thing, boy, my tummy is rumbling, yeah, I wouldn't even say that it's like some that I need to use it to validate myself, because I don't think that's the case at all, um, I've realised that uh, I use work because it kind of eases my anxiety, like if I could know because I definitely have a thing where I, I need feel the need to control things um and I'm not gonna get into why because that's a huge personal thing um but I feel the need to control everything and and I used to years ago feel like I could not control friends but like I liked when friends would say what I wanted to hear kind of thing and obviously I learned that because that's very toxic you know and now I've turned that on to me and I've gone to the point of I like to control what I do the things I put out all of that I like to control my image I like to control everything I like to make sure I get a certain amount of numbers views whatever like I'm very good at that that is what I do and it's a very it's an unhealthy coping mechanism but I think it's something I just more need to uh control and change how I work rather than stopping it completely because you know having good business sense is good 
Um, but yeah, no, and that's how I started doing these covers in the first place, is because I was like, I need to build my audience, and it's something I've wanted to do for ages, it's why, again, why I started this podcast, it's why I started, um, you know, uh, it's why I started a lot of things, actually, is that, like, I wanted to build my audience, I wanted people to get me, to know me in the most authentic sense, and I've had a conversation about authenticity before, um, which idea is that no one is ever truly authentic because at the end of the day you are still performing for a platform but in the most authentic sense I wanted people to get to know me I wanted to build my audience I wanted to kind of almost ensure that I have kind of a supporting fan base people that support me so that like in the future when I release music and it's like my own music that it doesn't like completely flop if you know what I mean like I want at least a thousand views or a hundred views or whatever you know what I mean like I kind of wanted that's why I want to build my fan base and also like I said it's nice to get to know people it's sweet it's fun um you know all that jazz so that is why I started doing these covers because I wanted people to get to know me and really see like what I can do because I said I realized at the start of this pandemic like yo Anusha you can sing like you're not just like a singer you can sing you there are things that you could do because you've practiced for 10 years I need to practice my major skills but that's beside the point um <laughs> you know like my voice I can do a lot of my voice and why should I hide that I've been singing for 10 years you know well that's a long time um you know, you're allowed to just go with it, and like I said, I'm not perfect with my pitch, I can't do certain other things, but it's unrefined, I can refine that later, just put yourself out there, fuck it, go with it, there's a pandemic, whatever, go with it, so that was my train of thought, that's, I'm laying out the scene for you now, um, and yeah, and, and I, I keep on burning myself out, and I'm not even gonna get into why, short answer is work, because, now it's the end of the Easter ho- Easter holidays. I still have to work. I still have to go into work. Um, it is tiring looking after children. And it's different because they don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. The school doesn't know what's going on. So we're just all there like, what? Like for a good six hours. I was like, all right, bye. And then I have to carry on with my day. So it's, again, I've had almost like a second change this, uh, shot to the system. Um, where it's been like, you know, getting used to lifestyle changes of like shopping doing the food shop and all that and then having to then go into school and then kind of almost go back to what to a a normal that's not really normal like I still have to do the I don't register but I still have to kind of say hello to these children I have to plan the day and then we do this and then have lunch and it's it's all very strange like it's almost like I got used to one normal, had to go to another normal, and then it's like, I'm switching between the two, so I'm obviously not at school right now, um, so I'm having like one week on, one week off, and it's all just weird, it's weird, um, and it's tiring, like my body is tired, I feel exhausted, like I am so exhausted, um, and I was kind of, at first I realised that, you know, I'd been a hypocrite, I was preaching about, like, it's, I'm creating food, I have to do all this content, and da 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 and what am I doing making content, um, but, like I said, I give myself grace, it's, I'm not dragging myself, it's a lesson learnt, per se, you know, um, 
I just realised that I've just got to go with the flow. Basically, that's all I'm going to do is go with the flow. Have all these wacky ideas, Alicia, but just basically do it the best that you can. Um, and yeah, and if you need a break, have a break and just communicate that with people. If you want to do something, do something and it's great. That's that's your way of doing it. But just be kind to yourself. And I have like a structure for the day. Like I'm going to go and eat in like about 20 minutes ish. Yeah, about 20 ish minutes. Um, you know, like I have a I have a timetable of what I'm going to do for the day. And I think that is kind of helping because it makes me it still makes me feel like I'm doing something but I'm relaxing at the same time so I'm putting the content out but in that short two hours I'm giving myself if I don't make it within that two hours I'm done that's kind of what I'm doing now is making a timetable and kind of just getting so that it's not a shock to the system anymore like kind of to stop being a shock and just start being quite normal um and yeah, that's what I'm doing so far, and so far it's working, I mean, like I said, last night was a bit of a dud, because I went to sleep at ridiculous o'clock, but you know, we're getting there, we are getting there, um, and, but then I kind of thought about it realistically, like, I really sat there, and I was like, it, I've, I've talked about this before on this podcast, hugely, and I sat there, and I thought, who is afforded time? who is really afforded time to chill, who is really afforded time to, I wouldn't argue reflect, but just like who is really afforded time to um, create content and also not pressure themselves to make it or who is afforded, you know, that kind of conversation. And I want to go a bit beyond the point of like what I was saying before of it being a class issue because I think it's more beyond that now um there's there's more to it than just class and there's more to it than just the type of jobs that we have and things like that and um you know this is again a platform where we can talk about things if I'm absolutely chatting shit then you can tell me that I'm chatting shit and we can talk about it next week you know this is kind of me getting my thoughts out so when we talk about productivity and there's a joke on twitter that people talk about all the time where it's like um you know, oh, the, it's the hustle, the hustle group are always just like, it's time to get a hustle on, time to time to create a business, time to do that, make sure you're working nine hours a day, rare, 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 18 hours, got to sleep for four, then carry, you know, there's, there's a there's an on-running joke on Twitter or on social media where there's like a group of people who are like, hustle hard, work hard, da 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 And I think it's unfortunate, I, I think it's unfortunate that they are so successful because, it for me anyway it does kind of even though if you don't believe in it it does play on you a little bit it does play on you to that kind of idea of being productive really working um because you know you see they these groups and i'm thinking of certain people in particular tend to amplify people who already have the resources to be productive if you can follow me there so like they'll kind of amplify people like P. Diddy who is uh he was kind of someone who's just like yeah you know I worked hard from the ground up da, 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 and I still hustle hard today even though we're in a pandemic still got Instagram live did you know that kind of thing but that guy's a millionaire close to being a billionaire like of course you have the time to be productive um things haven't really changed for you you know that's a very extreme version but that's what I mean these kind of hustle hard people tend to amplify and uh legitimize their messages from 
the uh by posting these type of people uh who have the privileges to be productive to work and do content and things like that and i think that that has been playing with me for a little bit because i realized how much i've internalized that myself and it's not like i said i'm very much aware of the pitfalls of using people like pdd but it's even that the smaller people who are like um who still again have privileges that they don't they necessarily don't post online because it would ruin that i struggle to get here kind of image um they post like you know yeah i'm still doing this in my spare time or i'm creating this in my spare time and i thought i'd write this in my spare time or whatever because again the pandemic as much as it has been a change for them they still have privileges to work with productivity um and then i think about like how the industry is structured and i realize how flawed that is even more so um because you know we've had a conversation online about so many people being anti-black and colorist to darker-skinned black women um you know and it's a lot of people if you don't know there's a lot of people that are online who i don't even really know who are just basically being dickheads or who were being dickheads online they brought up some old tweets they were like rah 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 we've changed whatever and i'm not even gonna get into that conversation because it's been had um but it's I think what we're realising is that, like, there are a lot of people who use people that look like me, if you don't know, I'm, I'm a darker-skinned black woman, um, as, like, ways, as their, their punching bags, ways to grow. And I think it's on both ends. Like, I think it's people who are being colorist or people who use darker-skinned black women as, like, a way to amplify their own provocative prerogatives prerogatives prerogative is a sort of thing anusha um kind of like but in a very disingenuous way kind of like oh yes oh you beautiful queens my black queens i've dedicated this song to you by my album kind of thing i find that pandering and i don't like that either because are you really doing it or are you just doing it because you're following a trend you know but i've realized that in the industry that that's the norm you know that they'll talk about these certain issues like I remember this one person who I'm not going to name was talking about having melanin and she had none and it's not that she couldn't talk about having melanin but that she was talking from like a like a color uh she was talking from like about being colorist as like yes our dark sisters let's stand together she wasn't dark herself I was like huh like <laughs> it was really strange not that she could you know what sis go ahead fine but it was just odd to me um but you yeah, know um that 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 rhetoric in the industry is very uh it, it's it's repeated a lot however and i'm noticing that they're just dark skinned black women are even now are still having to grind because the way the industry is with i would say the most forgettable but just it's not set up for us let's put it that way it's not set up for us and um you know, then you had aspects like, which I don't, uh, I don't, uh, what's the word? I'm not like, I'm not trans, I'm not fat, I'm not disabled. And God bless those lot, you know, who are having to kind of keep up an image, keep up their audience, keep their brand per se going, knowing that society doesn't cater for them in that way. And it's horrible. Um, and that's what I'm, that's my point is what I'm trying to get to is that like, um yes i like for me go back to me again uh i'm working hard and i know that i 
shouldn't per se you know or i know that i should be easy on myself but with the industry set up the way it is and the the way that people just do not um i don't think the respect is even the word uh do not value the existence of darker skinned black women like i'm in like a crossroads like should i work so hard you know because i you know there's that old saying that is you know overused but it bears to be repeated you know you have to work twice as hard when you're black you probably have to work three times as hard if you're dark skinned black you probably have to work four times as hard if you've got any of if you're marginalized even more you know you have to and you know a lot of it is luck but people talk about it's luck and hard work so it's like so i've got to work harder in a pandemic because when we get out of the uh you know when this equalizes let me change my language there um you know that i've got to kind of kind of get back on my feet and make sure i'm okay I can't be just out of the woods. I was gonna be out of the woods for a long time. Who knows? It's all up in the air. But then, like, there's like the softer side of Nusha. They're more like imagine that there's like two. Do you know like the angel of the devil that's on your shoulders? Like the angel person <laughs> is like yeah, but Anusha, it's just you. Like you're allowed to, um, you're allowed to relax. You know, fuck everyone else. It's this is your career at the end of the day. And I'm I'm again I'm at a crossroads. I don't know how I feel. I don't know how I feel, you know, it's, um, it's a strange one, it's a strange one, I don't know how I feel, I don't know how I feel about it, and maybe someone can chime in and comment, and, you know, make me feel better, <laughs> no, I don't know how I feel at all, like, I think that, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what to do, I, I think that's my main, uh, point, is I, I don't know, what my best option is i don't know how i should move on from here because like i said um it's all very good being like yeah you know what you don't need to work that hard you're good you're fine babes all that kind of stuff but then you know like look at the industry it's hard for us as it is anyway like I, what if i'm on the board with audience and i'm gonna have to work i'm gonna have to do the same things that other people are doing and then 10 times harder i don't know it's there's a lot of conversations to be had about it and i think that's kind of where i'm at at the moment i don't know where how i should move forward it's all a bit confusing and it is kind of scary actually because you know i don't think musicians are really talking about it now so i don't want to worry people but you know when this like it equalizes to use the right terminology um when this equalizes, you know, we're not. People are going to want to go back to normal. That is it. And people are going to want to go to shows and they're going to want to, you know, go to like, go to concerts and support their local artists and whatnot. But music venues are. I hope they don't close, but I have a. There's something in my gut that's telling me that there are going to be certain music venues that are going to be completely fat when this, uh, when things start to reopen. Um, and then there's the aspect of are people going to want to come out? Probably not. Like not everybody is going to want to go back in, you know, to a crowded room, of for people to wait for their artists to come out. It's not. I I can't. I can't see that happening. And at least until next year, you know, festivals are postponed for next year. Um, shows that like uh i was going to see michael with a romance 
they're being postponed to next year. Like big artists are postponing their performances and gigs and tours or whatever until next year. So it's like, I I can't see. I think people are realizing that being a musician or being a musician that is not established right now, uh, as such, is going to be a lot harder. Um, for them to kind of get back on their feet and we're gonna have to navigate these new rules or we're gonna have to navigate these new um what's the word we're gonna have to navigate these new sets of uh restrictions and things like that when it comes to our performances and i think people are gonna have to find new ways almost to um basically build an audience get a fan base share their music all that stuff they're going to have to find new ways to do that which may involve the internet which may not involve the internet i don't know um and i think that is kind of what's scaring musicians is like you know take out the fact that it's a pandemic we feel like shit worried about our family safety all that you know the basis of it yeah that other levels that the music industry is going to completely change we don't know who they're going to focus on more. We don't know who are going to be lost out of it. Are we going to be, you know, there are artists I think, are we going to be dropped because I can't release anything now? Are they going to be sympathetic? You know, it's it's all up in the air. And I think that's kind of what is scaring musicians. I'm speaking for myself here. I, I don't want to put words in people's mouths. Um, you know, even like the way that we create, like it's in usually, even if you're a DIY musician, it's usually in like a basement it's in a uh, you know it's in a friend's house we can't even go out and be a community when the community is shut down you can do it online but it's gonna change it's gonna change this the things that people expect from musicians are gonna change we're gonna have to uh change people wants and what they think they want from musician and from a musician um and yeah, I think that's what I think that's what's scaring me, and um, that's what's scaring me, and I think that's what's scaring everybody else. And I, I, for me, I just want to be as ready as I can. Um, I want to be as ready as I can, and just be in the best possible position. You know, even if it's fucked up, it's fucked up. And I want to leave this podcast on a bit of a positive note because, like I said, I was up till two a.m. last night. 2am 2am no again I'm lying I was up till 4 because I well the reason I thought I was up till 2 because I started working till 2 then I thought let me have a I should have just got straight to bed but I was like let me have a uh what's the word uh cool down no let me t- wind down wind down like that's what I was looking for let me wind down a little bit let me um listen to a uh, album that makes me go to sleep and for some reason, I thought Sepaternal by um, Bring Me to the Horizon. Bring Me the Horizon. Whatever the fuck they're called. That band. I thought I listened to that at um, 2 a.m., which obviously was a bad idea. So I thought, right, fuck it. Let me listen to Arctic Monkeys. That was also a great idea. So I ended up going to sleep at like 4 a.m. Fuck me. So I was up till God knows what time. I was doing like the mental maths. I was like, right, so if I release this at this date, and then maybe things will start to get um equalized and then i could at, tw- at 23 i could do this at that 24 like you can't plan things when it comes to that stuff i'm still trying to get that into my own head is that like you can't plan success it sometimes it just happens sometimes it'll never happen who knows um but we're not speaking out to existence it's knocking on wood it's happening it's happening um <laughs> but i think what kind of um 
put me at ease. And weirdly enough, uh, Nicki Minaj came into my mind, right? And I... Uh, Nicki Minaj, you problematic fave. Like, she... Woo, she is... Uh, I don't... Let's not have that conversation right now. But when I was younger, I loved Nicki Minaj. I was about 12 years old. Ele- maybe 11 going on to 12. And... I basically, I heard she did a remix of The Jump Off. I love The Jump Off. That is my shit. Like, I love Nicki, Little Kim's version. And then I heard Nicki Minaj did a version. I was like, raw. Ooh, who's this? This is fun. This is new. Um, I've told a story before. I'm telling it again. I don't care. Um, and then, you know, she released whatever. She released Massive Attack. She's on those features. Did those bit states. They released her album, Pink Friday. Um, and there's a song, the first song on the album, called I'm the Best. And I remember that song very well because she's um there's a line in it where she says i'm fighting for the girls that never thought they could win um can't remember the rest of it but that's that and then it sticks out and you know she's saying that and she was 25 when she released her first mixtape and she was like 27 give or take wikipedia could prove me wrong um when she released pink friday um maybe 28 something like that she was in her late 20s uh when she released pink friday and pick for, like we all know super bass we all know do 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 shawty i'm gonna tell you this once you're the illness we all know that song you know even um if, if you're a, a little bit more of a Nicki minaj like fan of pink friday uh you know do, 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 do. you know she, their songs were good they were iconic you know and they were great and she built a fan base and she did what she needed to do um, and it kind of, I don't know why, but it kind of brought me a sense of comfort, where it was like, all right, I'm cool, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, I was like, okay, you know, Anusha, you're fine, like, just do what you need to do, just do it the best you can do, and basically go from there, really, that's all you can do, you know, and, you know, things haven't been kind to you, haven't been in the right mindset, um, for the past few, um, years, <laughs> but you are now, so just keep on, keep going as best as you can, that's all you can do, and you're going to be alright, you're going to make that album that people are going to like, and then you can dip, it's fine, and that's all I'm going to do, and that's all I can do, and I think I say that to people who are creators, who are, who have goals and ambitions in life that feel like they're being paused or threatened because of the pandemic, yeah they are you know it feels a bit unfair because I think a lot of people feel like they're getting they were getting their lives on track I for one for sure felt like I was getting my life on track before this pandemic hit it hit a lot of people but it's okay it's fine it's all good you know what just carry on the best that you fucking can you know that's all you can do it's all you can do and by, with that, I shall leave you lot to it. I've been Anusha. This has been the podcast about nothing. You can find us. Me. <laughs> you can find me on uh, all, everywhere you can listen to podcasts. So I'm assuming you listen to us on Spotify right now. Or maybe SoundCloud. Or maybe Apple Podcasts. Even though Apple Podcasts does have a... I had beef with Apple Podcasts. Um, you can find us on social media um, at nothingpod underscore uh, you may notice that things are a little bit different but 
don't don't fret it's fine uh you can follow me anusha a-n-u-s-h-a-l-d-n on all social platforms twitter facebook soundcloud and instagram and i have new uh covers coming out this friday uh i was gonna say it's going to be magical (laughs) how cheesy of me um but yes um I hope you all are well, stay safe, all that jazz. Make sure you eat uh, lunch, breakfast, dinner, because for one, I am very hungry. So yes, um, yes, I love you all. And yeah, see, see you on the other side. Got 13 more episodes to go after this. So yeah, 